right, let's get it. Welcome back to the Sunday Spread. Sean Bell kicking with you. Devin Caney on my left. Barrett Brooks on my right. How's everybody doing? How's y'all week been? Y'all feeling good? Y'all feeling like y'all making money? Y'all feel like money? Uh, well, I mean, I didn't make much money off the Thursday night game, but that's okay. Still plenty of money to be made on Sunday. And my team's undefeated still, so I can't complain. Okay, okay. Shoulder. Yeah, like that. Like that. <laughs> that. Exactly, like that. exactly, man. We all got a smile on our face, you know what I mean? Anytime the birds go out there, and they, they were a lot better than they were. But, I mean, I got a smile on my face, not because of what I betted. That's for daggone sure. Jacksonville <laughs> just screwed me all up. You know, from that point, it went downhill. Oh, yeah. So I did pick Jacksonville. Thank you for reminding me, Barrett. I did pick Jacksonville in my survivor pool last week. Oh! Um, not the best call. Not the best call I ever made. Ooh. So, yeah. You did not survive, right? I d I'm no longer a survivor. No. But wow. luckily, the pool, you can buy back in. This is the last week that you're able to. So I just missed the cutoff. So at least I don't have... The Jags on the table anymore. Um, wow, that yeah, not I lost money on the Jags too. Did but, you? But to have it's that like in your survival. I, see, pose? like I oh, once again put too much faith in Doug Peterson. I'm like, you know what? And Dougie P, we I trust. Did it's Philadelphia and, bias. Yeah, and they I mean, failed me. I mean, that red zone offense is horrible. But we'll get to that. Well, yeah, yeah we'll that, that, that's going to be one of the first games we get to. Again, I had them go to the AFC Championship game, so you know. That, that was my prediction What's going, on with these <laughs> going down yeah. it going down in the drain but let me just give y'all a quick complaint it's a quick okay. betting complaint that i had on the thursday night game right so you know what i mean but detroit green bay i wasn't sure who's going to win if i was going to pick i was going to go detroit but i was still like ah, i don't know so i'm just going to make a parlay bet right i had a six leg parlay bet that i thought was this is a safe bet especially because bet mgm who you know we're presented by mm -hmm. gives you a little Thursday night bonus bet ten dollars. Mm -hmm. Spend ten dollars if you lose, you get your ten dollars back in betting. So I said, fine, I'm gonna take the ten dollar bet. Not big money, right? But something to do. Six leg parlay, that's easy. Now tell me if this sounds like an easy bet, right? Jordan Love throws a two hundred yards and a pass TD. What with his starting receiver coming back? Yes, yes. Just the bet in general. Hey, yep. he's going to bet. Uh, he's going to go for 200 yards. That's mm -hmm. one. Yep. He's going to throw for t uh, TD. That's two. Yep. Jared Goff, he's going to go throw for 200. Mm -hmm. yep. And he's going to have one TD. Mm -hmm. yep. Two safe bets, in my mind. Mm -hmm. Jameer Gibbs was a risky bet, but it was like 29 yards. Mm -hmm. 29 and a half over. All right, I'm going to go 29. Even, even if Montgomery coming back, it's still easy. Yeah, yeah. They, mm -hmm. they, they want to go. They want to be... Um, Two back a, a, a two-back situation, yeah. and they want to be a 50-50 run pass. They're a balanced offense. Right. All five of those hit. Last one, Aaron Jones. You would think that would be a safe <laughs> bet. 34 and a half yards. Not 55 that's yards. Easy. Yeah, not easy. 70 yards. 34 and a half yards yeah. for that parlay to hit. I'm feeling good. This is a safe parlay. Throw down $10. I'm going to win 30 Easy money. I'm going to mm -hmm. use that for the games I really want to bet on and hammer something down. All game long, I go, oh, they're getting blown out. Aaron Jones ain't going to get the rock. He only had five carries for 18 yards. So in the middle <laughs> of the game, I'm pissed because I'm like, yo, this is a blowout. Aaron Jones might not get the rock. Uh -huh. I got to save my money here. They're down. Now if the spread is 13 and a half. Bet 13 and a half. They're going to come back. They're going to make it competitive, right? They did last week. They're going to make it competitive, right? 13 and a half. So now, end of the game, it is 20, what is it? 27-17 yep. with Green Bay Packers having the ball. They're now, they stop them, field goal time. I said, bet. 
eight minutes left. They're going to go back and either score. Even if they don't score, they'll eat up a bunch of clock. I'm going to hit that 13 and a half. Easy money. Kick the field goal, 30-17, would still win with that score. I'm good. I'm laying back, chilling, eating, eating, <laughs> eating, eating uh, some my child's fruit snacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm good to go. Then Come see, back from commercial break. Bold uh, letters. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> bold letters in right there in the middle, right? Wait, excuse me. Penalty. Because <laughs> someone, I, I know you're not supposed to jump over the center. I know that. Jumps over the center. First of all, the rest, you, you didn't call it the first time. Why are you calling it minutes after? Why are you calling it no. a commercial break? Minutes after. after. Minutes, minutes after. Right, too. come back. So they keep the ball. They score a touchdown. Third, it's 34-17. I'm pissed. Oh, no. Pissed. But I'm like, all right, man. They can go down and score a touchdown. Please go down and score a touchdown. They drive down. All right, it's fourth down. Why do you kick a field goal to make it 34-20 instead of going to get the touchdown? Like, I understand it's a three-score game, but you're down there. Go get a touchdown for me. So, you know, y'all came in here happy. I came in here annoyed because <laughs> the last game, a football game I bet on, I compounded my mistakes. And again, not a lot of money. Just ten dollars yeah. here, ten dollars there. I shouldn't be this upset. I was pissed. It adds up though. Aaron Jones also ruined uh, my parlay for Thursday night football. I had like he it wasn't even that many mm. receiving yards, and he had one. He had one receiving yard, what? which was crazy. One receiving yard. Well, that's because Love kept throwing picks, and yeah, I mean, he just looked weird this last game, man. He looked very weird this game. Like he wasn't into it or something, you know. So I was, I was tripping, but I do know what you're talking about, man. Because it was like. Went to a break, and then a minute later, they're about to kick, and all of a sudden, you see this big flag right in the middle of the score. I'm like, they haven't done anything. We were in halftime. What is going on? And they show it. I'm like, all right. Dog, I thought I was going to get uh, both bets because I was like, it's 30-17. They still might run the ball on a way, and it's eight minutes left. Aaron Jones wow. needs, just needs like 20 more yards. I'm good wow. to go. Like, I, I may win both of these bets. This one penalty guaranteed I missed both of those bets. So, yeah. Uh, you got a pissed off Sean today. Well, but no. So now you have motivation to have all your bets hit for Sunday and Monday night. I guess I was reckless Play, last week. I may be, I, left, I may Sean. be, I may be gun shy this week. I'm not gonna lie to you. No, no, you can't get scared. I, it's probably the worst betting advice I've ever given. <laughs> right. <laughs> just spend all your money. It's fine. Just, just go ahead. Just go ahead. Because I had a tremendous week three, betting yeah. wise. Yeah, but you just, did. just. You know, it's one of those days when you started off like that. You're like, I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> I know. We talked about, I think both of our week three started off on a good note. So we were like, all right, like we're going to get some money. And I, I did well week three too. And then my issue is like, I'll win money and then I'll take some out. But then I think I'm going to save the rest. And then I end up like getting a little too crazy with the parlays <laughs> or live bets while the games are going on. Nah, nah. Yeah. See, so that's how we're going to start off. And, and <laughs> let's start off. With the London game, with the team that screwed all of us out of money last week. Mm. Falcons-Jaguars, the London game, the early morning game. The game I always forget about. I'm going to be honest with you. I always wake up, do a bunch of chores, do breakfast, and then turn, oh, on, the, turn on the TV and it's <laughs> halftime. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. There's a game? I always forget. So I may end up catching this game early this time. But again, Falcons-Jaguars. Jaguars somehow are favored to win this game. I, based on how they're playing, I don't know how. Minus three, over under 43 and a half. Money line. Plus 135 for Atlanta, minus 160 for Jacksonville. Barrett, I'll start with you. 
betting aside, well, obviously not betting aside, we'll talk about bets first. <laughs> we'll talk about the Jaguars surprisingly not being good. They're not being good in the red zone. That's the biggest thing. They're not finishing the deal, which is kind of crazy because we know Dougie P and how he, he harps on that. You know, that's one of the things that he harps on the most is being effective in the red zone. You got a premier running back who I thought was premier, and I've been riding, you know, Travis ATN for the past three weeks now, and I've been hoodwinked, <laughs> yeah, bamboozled, <laughs> been run amok for the past. So I'm not going with yeah, it this week. I'm not doing it. I am going to the opposite side. I'm putting my mud on Desmond Ritter now. He doesn't, have to, he, he doesn't even have to throw for 200 yards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I got to go with Desmond Ritter. And plus, you know, at, at this point, I'm thinking that Calvin Ridley, him being on the other side, is only going to make them want to play even harder as a receiver on the other side. So London has a great game also. You know, okay. you and I are the okay. same. So you you love Travis Etienne, and I've loved Calvin Ridley <laughs> every week. <laughs> right. And every week they just continue to disappoint. <laughs> um, but I actually thought of you, Barrett, because I think if there's going to be a week, like a breakout week for Travis Etienne, it could be this week because it passes passes the falcons pass defense is better than their run defense yep yep so you know me and trevor lawrence hasn't been able to do much in that jags offense in the red zone like we just mentioned so i'm thinking maybe dougie p gets some sense and he's like all right travis travis is gonna get the ball i can't say travis without thinking of travis kelsey now thank you <laughs> taylor swift for that uh travis etienne is gonna get the ball so i think he has a potential to be a big role player this game but We've also predicted that and uh, failed now, I, like I what, three weeks three in a row? In a row. <laughs> three strikes and you're out. I am out. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, you're out? I've got to be out. Okay, right. okay. I, I've, I've, I, I've lost my $10 bet the past the past three weeks. Hey, I'm I'm confused on, on Bijan. I'm going to be honest with you. I want to pick him. I just, it's like, it's something with the rookie backs. Jameer Gibbs, too. Now, I know Montgomery was killing it before him. I'm just like, I don't know how much you're going to get the rock. I, you know what I mean? Like week to week, I feel like I should be betting for you to get 100 yards and this and that. But right. then all of a sudden, the guy ahead of you or behind you, depending on what situation you're in, running back wise, gets more carries than I think. And then I don't hit. Well, he's good, though. You know, I, I know, but good, I'm like, you know? it's about his usage as opposed to like, I want to bet him to be 100 yards and a touch. Right. Mm hmm. But, they, but the Falcons gonna... run uh, attack is just so like they have so many different options that yeah. I don't know if he'll ever have like a massive, massive game like that. He it did just come off his quietest game so far as a rookie in the NFL. So like he could bounce back against the Jags. You don't know. He could. But again, it makes me nervous. So I, it, yeah, I'm still not on board again. I'm going to wait. Probably, I'll probably have to wait till week eight to understand how much they're going to use these cats and not use these cats when it comes to Bijan some of the too. some of those uh rookie so I'm gonna avoid that. I I'm going with the Falcons too. I'm going okay. with I'm going with the Falcons too just because at Jacksonville I can't trust you right now. I can't trust anything that you're doing. Uh again we'll talk about some props and then what's going on but I think I am going to hammer some of the running game and with both you could have a bet of both backs going over forty yards for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a bet that I feel confident in because I think they're going to really hammer the run. And I don't think Jacksonville is going to be able to stop it enough. So I know we just talked about how Dougie P and the Jags kind of failed us all uh, in week three, but I am actually taking the Jags minus three in wow. this one. Uh, I think that it's going to come down to who has the better passing game, passing offense. And okay. it, it is the Jags, even though they haven't done well in the red zone, they've disappointed 
the Falcons still don't have a great game through the air. They're all about that run game um, with the offense that they're running right now. So I think that the Jags have uh, the advantage. They do. Jacksonville do show signs of life with their defense every once in a while. They Mm -hmm. look like, man, they're a dominating defense. So you never know. But when you, I don't know, man, it's just up in the air with that game simply because it's over the water. Either I'm I'm going with, I'm going with Atlanta and the points, but still it's just, you know, it's just, this is a, Bad situation over there. I just see so many holes in listen, Jacksonville that I gotta go with Atlanta. I, you know, listen, I'm I'm out here. I want to go with Jacksonville also, but they've lost me money and eat the first three. Weeks, so I just <laughs> I'm gonna stay away for right now. And if they get a win, then I'll be back on board with better than them. Let's. And and by the way, free Kyle Pitts. Let me just put that out there before we move on. Oh, yeah, yeah, free yeah. my man Kyle Pitts. He deserves better. Uh, let's go to Steelers Texans. Uh, Steelers two and one, minus three. Um, over under 42. I'm surprised that this is so close. Steelers, Texans. I don't know the Texans played a really good game last week, but I just think the Steelers are a team that's going to be searching for the playoffs as opposed to the Texans are just going to surprise some teams. I know right. C.J. Stroud is C.J. Stroud, but he's going up against a Pittsburgh Steelers defense that he hasn't seen before. So mm-hmm. I'm surprised that this game is this close, even though it's at Houston. Um, Pitt minus 150, Houston plus 125. Dev, what you think on this? I like the Steelers minus three in this one. Um, The Texans are a confusing team. And I think part of it is just personal bias for me. I just think of the Texans as, you know, being this terrible team. And Mm. right. And then I look at the numbers that, you know, CJ Stroud can put up. He put up 280 yards, two touchdowns, 118 rating last week. Like he's a rookie quarterback. Like that's pretty good. Um, The Steelers just got absolutely gouged by Devontae Adams on the Raiders, but they still won. And I think I have a bad taste in my mouth with Pittsburgh from week one because we Barrett and I predicted that like all oh, the Steelers are going to be competitive and going to be competitive. Right. Uh, and they Told weren't going to happen. Well, no, but they <laughs> weren't in week one. But then they have been playing better football. Um, yeah. But they also haven't been playing, you know, teams that are the 49ers. Uh, I do think they're the better team in this matchup. And this spread is not that large. So I like the Steelers covering. I- I'm going with it, you know, because I love the picket, you know, connection with, you know, Pickens. George Pickens mm-hmm. is starting to come out of shell now. He showed me something against when they played the Browns. I think this is a game which they come out. He really comes out of a shell. The offensive line, Pittsburgh is starting to play a lot better. Um, and I'm gonna tell you the truth. I like the second team back. I like Jalen Warren. He, he is. He's a. He like. He's like a, a bowling ball, but he is cat quick, super quick. So um, I'm going with that running game. I'm, I'm also going with the you know the Steelers winning. Going with the points also. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you with that. I think the Steelers with the points. I think they're going to dominate this matchup. Okay, they fell on their face against the 49ers. But outside of that, they're a good team that's going to reach for the playoffs. The Texans are surprising people. The Steelers ain't going to be surprised. Mm-hmm. All right, CJ Stroud, that's enough. Here go TJ <laughs> Watt. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Here go TJ who's trying to make a case that he's better than JJ, which, oh, yes. is, which is crazy, right? So, yeah, I think that's going to be all the way. I like Najee Harris to I go. I think he's leading right now as far as defensive MVP, too. Yeah, yeah. So, and I like Najee to go over 55 and a half rushing. You know what I mean? I think they're going to do the pound the, pound the rock and do what they do. Listen, yep, yep. we're going to come up with some more games. We got Dolphins-Bills, which may be the game of the week coming up. So, we're going to talk about the Dolphins-Bills. And don't forget, $10 bonus bet. All right, bet MGM. That's what they do. We're going to tell you at some point what our bonus bet is. You already know what mine is if you watch the show. Well, we'll get to that later, right? So it's the Sunday spread presented by BetMGM, Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks. We'll be right back. Once again, breaking news. 
for the Sunday spread. It has nothing to do with sports. It's something that Kev put in our chat, so I want to talk about it. It's not breaking news. It happened a couple of days ago, but I want to express this real quick before we get into the next game. Uh, Ian Rappaport, reportedly, Las Vegas police say uh, they arrested an arrest. They arrested a man on suspicion of the murder of Tupac. Hmm. What? That is huge. But like, wait, you mean it? That's not breaking news today. That was a couple days ago. Yes, that is breaking oh, news uh, to me. Oh. Yeah, like that's what, amazing. What's going on here? Like, uh, well, first of all, that's been like what fifteen years ago. Yeah, but the hood has always known. Right, right. <laughs> and I felt like that was dealt with, kind of. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious again. We're not able to read the report. I didn't read the report, but come on. What's going on here? We already knew who did it. It's about time they went and got him. Yeah, but that was, you know, street politics. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious on how, how this actually works and what goes on from here. So all the conspiracy theories have been wrong? I think he's in Cuba. I don't think anything's wrong. <laughs> well, he's in Cuba chilling. All right? Let that man live. Let that man breathe and have fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tupac in Cuba. We'll see one day. He's going to uh, resurrect. He's going to come back to the street. So... Again, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But let's actually go into some more sports content. And, and the game of the week, arguably, Dolphins-Bills. All right, Dolphins 3-0, Bills 2-1. Bills, of course, lost their first game of the year, but then have been great after that. Top five mm-hmm. offense, top five defense. Bills actually favored in this game because I, I, how does it's, that at, happen? it's at Buffalo. So it's, 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 it's minus two and a half. If you're at home, you get three points. So it's sort of like, oh, we think the Dolphins would normally win, but... We're going to give it to the Bills because three points, et cetera, et cetera. The over-under, 53.5. Money line, Detroit. Uh, money line, Dolphins, minus 145. Bills, plus 120. B. Brooks. Again, Dolphins hung 70, dog. How do you put a 70-burger on somebody 70. and you're favored? I mean, you're not favored. How yeah. is that? You're undefeated and you're not favored. Yeah. I don't care if you're at home or not. This is To me, this is mind-blowing. What do they know in Vegas? What do they know? Because at this point, it just doesn't make sense to me. You got the fastest squad in the NFL, and you're not favored in this game? Well, let me ask you this. The Dolphins getting 70, does that say more about the Dolphins or more about the Broncos letting up 70? That So that was my thought as well, because like – I feel like the Broncos just gave up there, you know. I mean, I I don't even know towards the end, probably like halfway through the game, (laughs) if not earlier. (laughs) So, like, yeah, I'm not taking anything away from the Dolphins. That was incredible. I mean, hanging 70 points is absolutely bonkers. Uh, But, like, the Broncos are also not, you know, the Buffalo Bills. I don't think the Buffalo Bills are going to roll over like that. How are they? How is their defensive coordinator? My dog is my frat brother. You know, me and him are like this. And how is he not fired right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, Vance Joseph had a 70-burger on him. That's number one. But number two, I understand what you guys are saying because you look at the Bills. The Bills had nine sacks, four interceptions, but they played the Commanders. Yeah. Sam Howell, come on now. Yeah. Four interceptions and yeah. nine sacks. That means their defense is balling, but can they keep up? And I understand the history of what you've seen with Miami and the Bills. But still, man, Tua's playing at too high of a level. He's got too many horses that really can run a race. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got the fastest squad in the league. And they said most would say he's the fastest guy in the NFL. He's faster than Tyreek Hill and all of them. Waddle all of them. That's, listen, I, that's going to be, again, over. 
Over. Say that. 53 and a half yeah, over. But, uh, I know the Bills are a top five defense, but over. And I'm they, they didn't allow a single score last week aside from a, a field goal. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like the, the polar opposites of each other. Um, right, 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 right. I get that the Bills are favored because they're playing at home. I do have the Dolphins plus two and a half in this one. I think that... It's going to be a close game. I cannot believe that this game is on at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> it should absolutely be the primetime game. Um, Flex this. Yeah, and I also like... I So I was all about the Raheem Mostert prop bets, and I should have like really hammered those oh, home. Because yeah. I would have... Yeah, like I only did like over yards and one anytime touchdown. Like he ended up scoring a million more. Um, I think he's going to have another big game on the ground because... The Buffaloes have the Buffaloes. The Buffalo Bills have a good. <laughs> the Buffaloes, uh, I like that. They better. have a good defense, the but Buffaloes. if there's a weak point, their their run defense uh, is definitely not as strong as uh, their secondary. They're allowing the most yards per carry in the league. Um, before the Commanders stopped running Brian Robinson because the Bills got up so much on them, um, they're allowing seven yards per run from him, and he put up seventy yards on the ground just in the time that he was running last week from the Commanders. So, I think Raheem Mostert and that that a uh, Dolphins run game have a chance to go off against the Bills. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at I'm looking at these um, these receiver uh, overs. I'm looking at Tyreek Hill at eighty eight point five. My big thing is Stephon Diggs at 80.5. To me, that's like, that's that's a lot, bro. That's a lot. But that's that that's because they feel like it's going to be catch up and there's just going to be a lot of throwing and, and they're going to have to catch up with them. Mm. So Stephon Diggs being that number one target. And I'm also saying, uh, H, I don't see H in there either. The running back, the other running back from Miami. Mm-hmm. I don't see his numbers because he's, he's a, oh man, he's a beast as far Who? as, you know. H-N, the uh, oh yeah yeah Texas Texas A and M yeah it's not on the board right it's now. it's not on the board right now so I mean I thought he would have been made the board this last game the way he played also mm-hmm. was, I, again I'm going over fifty three and a half I'm going James Cook over fifty six and a half I like that wow. too I think the Buffalo Bills are gonna say listen he he's so far averaging six and a half uh per so far this season mm. and I think part of the Bills game plan is y'all ain't gonna get the ball that much don't think you're gonna get the ball. You know what I mean? It's going to be keep a little bit of keep away, even though they trust their defense. So they're going to run the ball and run it effectively against the Dolphins team that ain't they ain't, ain't known for D, ain't known for stopping the run the run game. So I think James Cook is going to get 15 carries, and that 15 carries is going to give him over 56 and a half yards. So I, mean, yeah. I, I like the opposite running game. on that though. I'm thinking I was I, th- I think you know Allen's going to be damned if he doesn't out throw two. I think he's going he's going to try to go. Oh, it's me and you two. You know, they'd be yelling at each other from opposite field. <laughs> it's me and you. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, maybe. I mean, James Cook has had over 95 rush yards in uh, back-to-back games. And the number 56 and a half, pretty low. So I think it could be a mix of both for the Bills, uh, Barrett, to your point. Like, I think yeah. that they're going to throw. I think they're going to mix in uh, as long as neither team goes up by too much. I think it'll be a good mix of running yeah. and passing. And I'm going to go with any time touch for James Cook, too. Wow. I just think he's going to have a big game. I it's, really I like think that. they're going to focus I like on that. that. Yeah. So, so, it's, it's you, so said, tough. you said you're picking the Dolphins. Dad, I'm picking the Dolphins to cover, Dolphins? The, to cover the spread, two and a half. Mm. UB Brooks. I'm going to be a contrarian. I'm being contrarian. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going with the Bills. I'm going with their defense. Nine and a half, I mean, nine sacks, four interceptions this last week. I think they're going to go out there and, 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 and slow things down a little bit. I mean, because they, I mean, they've shown the consistency 
of playing well against Miami. So, I, you know, I'm going to go with the Bills. I'm think, I think the Bills going to make this happen. Well, our producer, Kevin, just said teams that score 60 or more are 1-6 and six straight up and 0-7 and seven against the spread in Are you next kidding game. me? Oof. Wow. It's a really good stat. Oof. Wow, that's a huge stat. Yeah. Oof. I may be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to double down on on the Bills at this point. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, that's a that's a great uh, stat to look at. All right, so again, I'm going with the Bills. Also, you know, I just think they're gonna be like, listen, hold up. Every 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 team has had a real we bump gonna, in the road. We're gonna get so a, far this season, except three. Obviously, we get a text halfway through the game. Um, they've got forty up on them already. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I throw my remote at the TV if that's the case. Uh, let's get to the next game. Let's get to the be- from the best game to the worst game. Mm. I mean, I don't even know how much time we can even spend on this. Broncos Bears. Oh, Y'all clash of the Titans suck. Like, <laughs> this is this is all time trash. This is garbage truck pickup. Throw it in the back. This is disgusting. You know what this is? This is clash of the number one pick. That's what. This yeah. Is. <laughs> clash of the number one pick. Whoever wins this game is one game away from being the number one pick. Yeah. Um. Not not much to say about this one. I do think because of the home field advantage um, for two teams, just like completely lacking any sort of confidence, mm-hmm. uh, two teams that got embarrassed, to say the least, uh, one of them in front of Taylor Swift. I mean, how demoralizing oh. is that? Uh, I, I like the Bears <laughs> covering, winning. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you say who cares? Huh? I mean, I can't even get myself to say it with like, I'm not going to bet on this game. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is one of those games like which which coaching staff keeps their job. This does I mean this game is what coaching staff keeps their job. I mean, I know both coaching staffs are young um, as far as, you know, being with the teams. And Sean is my guy. You know, Sean Payton, he was with me. He was my quarterback coach when I first got in the league. So me and him are close. Good dude, man. But and like I said, Vance Joseph is my guy. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, we played against each other in college. You know, he went to Colorado. Did you know he's a defense quarter, but he was a quarterback in college? Oh, in Colorado. Yeah, University of Colorado. Yeah. How do you how do you make that transition? Uh, well, I don't know. I guess he played receiver. He went and then he went to the league as a receiver to the Jets, and and became a coach and transferred himself over. You know, I guess. Huh. I mean, but he was a quarterback huh. in college. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Both him you, and you, Mickey. Mickey went to Nebraska was a quarterback. You've been on successful teams. Yep. Have you ever been on a team that's in week three, you were like, we're going to suck? Like all year. Like, and I know most players think they're going to turn things around, but have you better ever been on a team where you've been like three or four weeks into the season? I was on a three and 13 team. So, so you knew, did you know three, four weeks in My that your quarterback yo, we suck. was Bobby Hoying? <laughs> he was the worst quarterback I've ever played with. And it's not his fault because Gruden never never taught him how to read defenses. He cut the field in half and told him, look, on 322 wide stick nod, you throw it to the nod route. And that's what he told him. I mean, every play told him exactly where to go with the ball. So he didn't read anything. We'd be in practice. We'd run 322 wide stick nod, and Willie Till pick it off. He said, don't worry about it. We're in practice. Don't worry about it. He's good. But you throw the nod route, and he throw it to him, and it was a touchdown. This happened – and um, you know the year before, then Gruden left and went to the Raiders as their head coach, and now he has to sit here. We had Dana Bible as our um, as our offensive coordinator. The worst. I mean, in fact, he got fired halfway through the season, 
and uh, Bill Musgraves, who was on our roster the year before. So you guys went through three head coaches in one season? No, no, was... he, 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 no we, he was the office coordinator. Oh, oh, oh office okay. coordinator. He, Daniel Bible was so bad, he got fired. Well, he didn't get fired. He just said, all right, you're going to come over here and you're going to do the cards for scout team. And Bill Musgraves, who was a quarterback the year before on somebody else's team, came in, was a quality control guy, became our offensive coordinator halfway through the season. So what did you? What do you do as a player? We lose. Like, but, but I'm saying, like, 13. are you even go for self? Like, what's your attitude? Oh, okay. You go for self. <laughs> yeah. You got to put your best out on the field. Coach say you got to do it this way. Not if it's gonna make me look bad. Not today. Guys were going for self. They was it was freestyle. We were playing freestyle football. It was crazy. That's why we're so bad. I can't imagine. I've never. I not even my career and anything in life. I've never been on a team where I've been like a, a, a less than a quarter away. It's over. Yeah. So what do you like? I would have no motive. Like, as a player, I know you're putting your best foot out. But if I was in y'all position, never been in y'all position, obviously, I'd be like, yo, it's drinks, partying, and all type of debauchery for the entire season for me. Bro, well, like, I'm going point. out. It's going to be women. It's going to be drinks. It's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be drugs. It's going to be whatever I want it to be. If we are zero and three, and I know we suck on the planes coming back. Oh, the planes, I mean, shoot on the planes coming forward. Going <laughs> on the planes going there. Hey, you got to get that out of there, Kev. It, um, <laughs> on the planes going there. I mean, guys, you know, drinking on the plane. We want to play Arizona. And it's hot, hot. It's in September. It's hot. I mean, it's so hot. It's so hot in Arizona that as soon as you, as soon as you step off the plane, it's like you're melting. Mm-hmm. Well, there were guys so drunk getting off the plane that they were getting helped off. The plane. Ooh, what? And we're going to Arizona by halftime. And then guys. how, yeah, like how early or how long before the game was this? Like a day? Two days? The day, next day we played it, but one oh o'clock. Oh, my God. The next day at one <laughs> o'clock we playing them. One o'clock in that heat. Guys got IVs. Guys got IVs at halftime. Oh, <laughs> cramp it up. Oh, on the ride back. They still drinking and playing cards, boo ray and everything. It was, it was just all, it was just, it was awful. It was it was awful. Barry, where's the uncut versions? Where's the pod, where's the where's the podcast with the uncut versions where we can hear hear Bro, these stories? That was, that's what I want. That was Boo Ray we're playing Boo Ray. Boo Ray, if you get booed, you gotta pay the pot and you gotta pay the guy to one the um hand. Oh my god. That was a pot that was twenty seven thousand dollars. For if you got booed. So if you got booed and Boo Ray, if you got so the pot's twenty seven thousand dollars. If you get booed, that means you have to put twenty seven thousand dollars in the pot and give the guy the twenty, the guy that takes the twenty seven thousand, and you have to put twenty seven thousand dollars in the pot if you get booed. Did you ever lose? I never played it because I would. I, I'm not playing that. Once that like, I'm fighting somebody. There's your motivation, Sean. There you go. Once you got look, once you got past five thousand dollars, and I got booed, and I had to pay five thousand dollars one time, never again. <laughs> that game would not go over well in Philadelphia. Is, uh, hey, listen, we've heard stories about broken jaws and teammates fighting, and I understand why it happened on in, the train, in yeah. that particular situation. All right, coming up next, we'll get into games that absolutely matter, like not like the game that we just talked about. All right, we'll talk about the Ravens, Browns. Browns don't look good, but somehow they're two and one and look good at the same time. I don't know how that works, but we'll get with the Cleveland Browns. Once again, Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barry Brooks. This is the Sunday spread presented by BetMGM. And we're back. Once again, this is Sunday spread presented by BetMGM on the BetQL network. 
Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney kicking with you, giving you the best of the best when it comes to these games, giving you the best bets, giving you the best analysis, and some of the best stories of people losing money and, and, and <laughs> drinking on the way to games. All right, you should hear some of our commercial breaks. Um, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you shouldn't, but you should. Black and miles, black and miles. Yeah, exa- exactly. Uh, Ravens, Browns, Baltimore traveling to Cleveland. Cleveland actually favored in this game, minus three. Over under is 40 and a half. That's low. Uh, Cleveland minus 150, Baltimore plus 125 when it comes to the money line. Dev, I'll go to you first. What you thinking about in this game? So I've been saying this all season. The Browns are are good and mostly thanks to their defense. The Browns defense is, you know, not to be messed with. Uh, and the Ravens are down a couple wide receivers. Uh, I believe OBJ was questionable. I haven't seen an update today. I know he didn't practice yesterday. Uh, Bateman didn't practice yesterday either. Browns defense allowing fewest yards of every team. They're number one in defensive efficiency in the league. They held Derrick Henry to less than two yards a run. Um, And Deshaun Watson on the offensive side of the ball for the Browns is playing pretty well. He had 289 yards, two touchdowns last week. Um, When he's blitzed a lot, his rating drops a bit. Uh, But Amari Cooper, 90-plus yards in back-to-back games. Like I just think that this Browns offense has way more weapons than the Ravens because the Ravens are pretty decimated by injury. Yeah, the the Ravens just have it like I, I predicted that Lamar was going to come back with fury and fire, mm-hmm. and I know it's well, Dobbins, he tried his best. injuries. Yeah. <laughs> he tried his best. I mean, it's not his fault that Tucker missed uh, his yeah, field goal. That's but. true, but just offensively, I thought they would be a lot more explosive in general. Yes, yeah, I agree. Haven't been that explosive. While you you mentioned Deshaun again last week, twenty seven for thirty three. Talk about efficiency. All right, 289 yards, two touchdowns, all things you mentioned, Deb, 77.9 QBR. Is he back? Like, is he on the road back to being what he was when he was in Houston? It's looking like it. It's looking like it, yeah. I I think he is because he's getting more comfortable with how they want him to play. They were trying to force feed him into being a quarterback that he's not. He's got to get into being a – He's not a running quarterback, and if you look at it, you know he, I think it was like 41 yards. They they trying to make him a running quarterback in a, in an offense that's almost like Jalen's offense. He's not that dude. Set him back there. He's a drop back quarterback. Let him throw the ball down the field. If they do that, it could be a rough game for this for this um you know this Ravens defense. I like the Ravens defense. I think Queen is one of the best linebackers in the league. I just don't think they have enough firepower. They got too many injuries at this point. I like um I I, I like. Ford to go off. I like Hunt to go off in this game. I don't. Ford think, yeah. disappointed me last week. I thought Ford was going to have a big week. I thought he was Cub too. Was out yes. and like Hunt was just brought in. Like I thought he'd be warming up more. And Ford lost me uh, some parlays in week three. <laughs> so maybe he'll heat up Bounce against the Ravens. Yes. Bounce back game. Yeah, yeah there you yeah. go. I really thought he was going to go off too. too, and he 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 was definitely underwhelming. But this is this is a game where I think he goes off, and I think at this point you, you look at. Um, you look at what they have. A guy that's floating under the radar right is Goodwin. You know, when he was here, he was trash. Marquise Goodwin, he was trash. But I think he's going to be pretty good um, in this game coming up because everybody going to double Amari Cooper. They're going to double him. I think he's going to be that guy. So, yes. I'm picking Cleveland to win this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Baltimore is just hurt. They're injured. I know Deshaun Watson had a shoulder injury, but he expected to play. I don't know how much that's going to take off of what he – is developing and how he's going to do, but Baltimore just watching their games. It just again, mm-hmm. I know they're two and one. 
have disappointed me just flat mm-hmm. out have disappointed me while cleveland again dev you mentioned defensively mm-hmm. they punching people in the mouth bro yes. miles yes. garrett is like the guy that nobody really talks about when it comes to defensive player of the year but like I know they really people don't talk about him right or the Browns defense in general. I feel it doesn't get enough recognition. It's always Micah Parsons, Mm -hmm. TJ Watt, which like, you know, all credit to them. I'm not taking anything away. But yeah, I think that the Browns are due some credit. Our guy, Jim Schwartz, holding it down over there. We crush. Yeah. He crushes folks, man. He he lets them guys pin their ears back. And and, and Smith, man, once he left, once he left Green Bay, he's got a resurgence. He's rushing the passer pretty well. I, I like what they do on the defensive side of the ball. I really like what they do on the defensive side of the ball. So, I mean, I like their defense to go out there. And then you can't just rely on Lamar Jackson to do everything. Right. They want him to do everything. everything. They want him to run the ball, throw the ball, catch the ball. They want him to do everything. I'm surprised he's not returning kicks right now or blocks yeah. right now. But, again, <laughs> because of the injuries, he seems like he's back to having to do that when they thought they weren't going to have to do that this season. Right, Let's, right. Move on to the next game. I think we're all on the Cleveland Browns. Let's go to the Bengals Titans. Cincinnati traveling to Tennessee. Two one and two teams. Bengals have been the disappointment. One of the biggest Absolutely. disappointments so far mm-hmm. this season. Absolutely. A lot of people had them winning the Super Bowl. A lot of people had Joe Burrow winning MVP. Mm-hmm. They just flat out haven't gotten done. Joe Burrow had a terrible first two games when it comes to offensive output. Had a decent one last he's week. Hurt. He's hurt. He's trying to come back. Again, he toughed it out to make sure they didn't go 0-3. But again, over under 40 and a half in this game. Again, another very low one. Money line, Cincinnati minus 135. Tennessee plus 115. Deb, what are you looking at with the Bengals, Titans? I mean, the Bengals have been disappointing, but the Titans just haven't been very good um, at <laughs> all. But yeah, to say the least, especially their offense. So, like, I would take Bengals straight up in this one. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that there's any chance that the Titans can cover um, they're off at the Titans offense has just been super frustrating. So it was like Ryan Tannehill came out and didn't even look like a quarterback sh- who would play in high school, let alone the know. NFL yep. in the first week. Yep. And then he had a decent game and then he, now he looks pretty trash again to use Barrett's <laughs> word. So I just don't think that the Titans offense stands a chance against the Bengals. Well, let me ask you guys this then. Hmm. I don't see him making it through this game. I think it's going to be really Willis. Uh, either it's gonna be Willis or or the rookie's gonna um, it's gonna um, take over for him. I think he's gonna be out of here. I, I they can't continue to keep him as a starting quarterback. You can't, you can't because he's just he's not even being serviceable right now. Yeah, I'm like, actually surprised that. he's lasted like three, right, three weeks. Right, honestly, right, right, right. I think it's because Vrabel's saying to himself, "No, we're a playoff team." Right, like is he has Is that what they're still believing that they're well, a playoff team? Because I don't think. That they are. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Week four, week five, you start to say, "All right, we got to go youth." But I think he came into the season. Yeah, I mean, good. he was the only one because we didn't think that. But he came into the season probably thinking Ryan Tannehill has the best chance of getting us to the playoffs. Exactly. These rookies mm-hmm. don't. These young guys don't. And you were at the point where you had to just sort of pull the tr- plug. And again, we talk about Cleveland's defense. They, they held Derrick Henry to 20 yards last week, 1.8 per carry. Mm-hmm. Another, another reason why Cleveland is so dominant. But again, the who ten- they put in then? Who they put in? Will Levis or did they put in Malik Willis? Malik Willis. Okay. You would think you would put I would in. Think I think so he also. has a number two slot right now. So. And I think he's playing. He he definitely improved from last year. He's definitely improved from last year. Yeah. So I'm with you. I'm with y'all. Cincinnati. They're gonna win this game. Yep. I go. Be. I go money line just in case it's tough. 
I won't go minus two yeah. and a half, but you know, because there could be some surprises. Why but is I can't it so see small? Losing. Why is it like I'm surprised that the Bengals aren't favored? I know the Bengals haven't looked totally right, but like the Titans, they can't protect. They can't protect right now. When you can't protect a quarterback that's already hurt, yeah, that's tough. You yeah. know what though? There is no better chance to get your offense looking like a a Super Bowl <laughs> ready team than to play a team like the Titans, who had what 94 total yards last week on offense. So wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah, so, yeah, don't bet Tannenhill to go for 200 yards plus. Don't bet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even Derrick Henry is a great back. They they, they weren't able to do that. anything with 66 and a half. Uh, yeah, again, all on board with the Cincinnati <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals uh, winning this game. Next game, Rams-Colts. Colts favoring this game minus one. Colts surprisingly 2-1. Surprisingly 2-1. Minshew uh, magic. Minshew came in. Minshew won games. He's looked pretty good. Again, Anthony Richardson, I believe, isn't playing. Um, oh, Richard, I thought Anthony Richardson was playing. Well, he's not on the board, so I'm not hmm. sure what the latest is on him. So, But, again, after Gardner Minshew did what he did, I wouldn't be surprised if they hold out Richardson a little bit longer, just like, yeah. all right, rookie, just because Richardson doesn't know how to, like, chill out. Like, <laughs> he's trying to truck people. I'm like, yo, relax. Like, I think he had the conversation after they played, who was it? Was it Jacksonville? Someone talked to him after week one and said, mm-hmm. I feel like it was Trevor Lawrence, but it might have been another quarterback. Hey, you got a long <laughs> career. Like the opposing quarterback to the team you played walked up to him afterward and said, you got to not take hits, kid. You got to stop that. Like when the uh, when the other team's quarterback walks up to you after the game and tells right. you to no, knock it bad. off. Yeah. That, that means you are wilding out in here. So, you know, hold him out because that kid just doesn't – he doesn't have any regards for his, his upper body and running into people. So – and the Rams – one and two, but I feel like they've been solid. Yeah. Maybe just because they're better than what I expected them to be, which was, you know, trash. But Matthew, Staff- Matthew Stafford has been good. They got the young rookie wide receiver who um, I don't even remember how to say his name. Puka something. I just call him Puka because I, <laughs> right, right. I cannot say his last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah. saying Puka is kind of fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, Puka. Uh, <laughs> so the, they have been really good. I, I actually have the Rams in this game. I think they're going to win this game. I think Rams are going to be a type of team that just give people a poke. Give people a little bit of a problem. They're going to be a solid 8-8. Eight and eight. I know 8-8 eight and eight ain't a thing and anymore. Might win that division. One of those teams that can yeah. win. Go. Well, not win that division, but but second in that division. Yes, yeah, so one of those teams that give you some problems. Matthew Stafford, the veteran quarterback, is playing well. Yeah. Defense, Aaron Donald still playing well. I think they'll beat the bad teams, lose to the good teams. I think that's the type of team that the Rams are this season. So I actually like the Rams in this game money line um, to win this, to outright win this game and do what they need to do. Hmm. What you got? Uh, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Cause I, I'm not looking too much. Stavridge is just playing at a more consistent level right now. And uh, I thought the run of the game was going to be trash once they let that running back go mm-hmm. and uh, traded him to, um, to Minnesota, but they've done well in having a balanced offense. So you know, Van Jefferson is finally come out of his shell. You know, things things at this at this level, you need consistency at the quarterback position, and Stafford is back being that consistent quarterback for him. Yeah. Uh, so I actually have the Colts to be Whoa, a contrarian okay. here. I mean, this it's basically a pick 'em, like Colts yeah. minus one in this one. Um, but really, just because of I think they win the battle in the trenches. I think the Colts' defensive line is going to feast on the Rams' offensive line. They're going to get to Stafford. Uh, a lot and that's going to limit what he can do in the pass game 
which is what he does best. So I think that the Colts will have that advantage. I don't think it's going to be a super high-scoring game either. Right. Um, the right. the Colts' right. past events has held opponents under 21 points through their last two games. Like, I just don't see either team putting up too many points in this one. Yeah. So maybe okay. hit the under. Okay. You know, but Puka Nakua. 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 Ooh, Nakua. 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 That and uh, Tutu Atwell. <laughs> so many fun names to say in this one. It is fun. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Coming back with the Sunday spread, or again, getting into more games. Don't forget that bonus bet. We'll give you our bonus bet later on in the next hour, okay? $10. It's easy money. It's free money. Make sure you make it. Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks. Once again, welcome back to the Sunday spread presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney kicking with you, going through all the games, the good ones, the bad ones, and the ugly ones. Let's get to this next one, the Buccaneers and the Saints, both 2-1, and one, both playing okay football. Like you know, No one's scared of them, but, you know, you're 2-1. <laughs> you, you're doing what you need to do. Your fan base should be happy with, with the results that they've had so far. Um, again, at New Orleans, Saints favoring this game 3.5, over under 39.5, getting a lot of low over unders money line saints minus 175 bucks plus 145 what are you looking at in this game barry brooks the quarterback situation man you know um that's why i don't know how the saints are favored right now yeah i i don't understand that because i can't see car playing so i you know just from what i've seen they're a good team with car being there i don't know after that defenses are pretty good um, Baker Mayfield plays great against everybody but the Eagles. So, <laughs> and, I mean, that, and I think that they have a lot to prove going into this game because for the first time I've seen a team give up in the, first, in the fourth quarter against another team. And to me, that's huge. You know, I, I never thought I'd see a Todd Bowles team give up. They didn't call any timeouts with like eight minutes on the clock. No timeouts the entire time. And allowed that Eagles team to just, just, just run all over them, do whatever they wanted to do in the fourth quarter. So I believe this is a get back game where they need to make sure that they come out and get, make a good showing. Mm-hmm. They've got to, they got to go out there and show that they're a team that can compete. And this is the division game, so I, I, I like Tampa, and I'm going with the points. I'm, I'm, I'm liking Tampa, even though they're going down, to, down there to New Orleans. I, I'm, I'm going with Tampa. Okay. I also like the Bucks uh, plus three and a half. I don't get why they're not favorites in this one. Um, I mean, I know they're on the road, but like Barrett mentioned, I mean, Baker Mayfield's going to have a lot more time against this Saints line. He's indoors. Um, they can keep it, you know, within three points. Yeah. So I like the Bucks in this one. Yeah, I do too. Although I'm not going to actually bet on this game on, on the win. If I had to, I would bet the Bucks. I'm going Mike Evans over 59 and a half yards. We just okay. we just talked about Miles Garrett not really getting a certain amount of fanfare. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans is really good every year, but is never mentioned every when it comes to year. the star wide receivers. Hall of like, Famer, yes, Hall of Famer. I think he's the most started a career with the most a thousand yard seasons, like back all to the, of them. It, all of them are thousand yard yeah, seasons, all of them for a decade, and no one talks about yeah, it. Yeah, like, like I didn't know that until just now. So. Yes, like no other wide receiver, <laughs> I believe it says every single has done year it. he's played. Yes, and wow. I don't know how many years in a row it's been, but no other receiver has ever done it. Not no. Jerry Rice, because again, Jerry had injury. No one else, and he hmm. does it every single year. Here's a thousand yards. Here's you know eight nine touchdowns. Here's a Pro Bowl level performance 
every year out of me. So to me, I'm just saying Mike Evans, again, last week against the Eagles was a bad game by his standard. Mm-hmm. Bunch of balls that he should have caught. Still had 60 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. The week before that, he had about 150. Mm-hmm. So I think he's just going to be fed. I think he's going to just be Mike Evans, be who he is. So I'm, I'm guaranteeing, again, it's 59 and a half. All right. <laughs> money, he's, it's money. He's getting he's getting that. And I might go anytime touch. But 59 and a half is easy money to me. That would be my bonus bet if I didn't have other people I guarantee my bonus <laughs> bet to every, every week. Uh, but is this Alvin Kamara's first game? Back? Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. So I don't know if I want to touch Kamara props yet, just because, like, you don't know with the first game back yeah. if he's going to go off. His or... prop is 52, 52 and a half. Right. Like, I, how do you guys feel about that? Because I, I don't know. Like, when I first saw that he was coming back, I was like, oh, that could be an X factor. You know, he could get the Saints the edge and I might bet the over on all his props. But now I'm like, I don't know. He could be a little. I want to do that, too. I he say... could be a little rusty. Yeah, like, yeah, we don't know. Yeah. And, yeah. and and the Bucks have a pretty good uh, rush defense. Well, they have a good defense as a whole. So, I don't know. I wouldn't do I it. I wouldn't do it. it. Maybe yeah. 52 and a half. Now, if you're telling me uh, 35-ish, I'd be like, all right. Like, But he's definitely going to split time. That's it, man. Right. Just jumping right. out like that, 52 and a half, just jumping out like that. Right. It's crazy. You know what I mean? I know he's I know he's a big-time threat. He's an older guy who understands how to play this game. Mm-hmm. But the 52 and a half. Just for his first game back, uh, to me, and especially going against with you know White and um, and David, you know, two really really good linebackers. I can't see that. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, let's go to the next game here in Philadelphia. We're in the Philadelphia studios, and we're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. Commanders at Eagles. Commanders two and one. Like, you know, solid team. You would be if you're that fan base. You're happy that you're two and one. Eagles. Eagles. I mean, you gotta be <laughs> you know, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Eagles 3-0, and and Philadelphia's 3-0, but the fan base ain't happy about their 3-0. and So you know how we do here in Philadelphia. Philadelphia, heavy favorites, minus 8.5, over under 43.5. Money line, Philly, minus 400. Washington, plus 310. A little bit of a get-back game for Philadelphia because the one real game they lost last week, like the one loss under Jalen Hurts' belt, not including the Super Bowl, is against the Washington Commanders because mm-hmm. – they dominated the line of scrimmage last yes. year in that game. They dominated with the running game. And then they made some, you know, great key passes that they needed to make in key situations with McLaurin and them and were able to win that game and keep it out of Jalen Hurts' hands. So with that said, Dev, I'll start with you. Mm-hmm. Eagles commanders, again, a big spread. You Is it big enough or you think <laughs> this is easy money? Uh, it is definitely big enough. I like uh, the Eagles covering the eight and a half points in this one. You know, divisional games are always unpredictable. Like we saw last season, the commanders handed the Eagles their first loss. Uh, and, you know, they're still celebrating it, treating it like it was their personal Super Bowl. And I love that for them. But uh, I think because of that, like we know Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni, they're really competitive. They remember they're going to come into this game with that in mind. Uh, the commanders, yeah, they played horribly against the Bills last week. Ooh. And... That worries me in a way because, you know, they're going to want to come out and have a bounce back game, um, especially, you know, offensively. I think the Eagles are especially offensive. Their defense, Eagles defense was amazing against the Bucks. So, you know, just continue doing what you're doing there. But offense, I think they're getting closer and closer each game to that explosive passing offense that we saw throughout last season. I think Jalen Hurts is the perfect game for Jalen Hurts to get right to get the ball to A.J. Brown, to Dallas Goddard, to Devontae Smith. Um, 
I, I think that this is the perfect game for the Eagles offense to, you know, finally fully click. And I think they're going to win by two scores at least. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, that couldn't say any better myself, you know, I mean, just looking at it, it's like, you know, I'm going with the under with, you know, Sam Howell, 216 and a half. That won't happen. Uh, He's going to get eaten up. Right. I hope he does. Well, he just got sacked nine times yeah. by, by the Bills defense. He threw four picks in the game. Um, and I'm looking at, you know, McLaurin, 53 and a half. That might be the not bad. That's, that's, that might be the easiest bet right there. Mm-hmm. Um, going with the over for that. But after that, you know, even Jahan Dotson at 38 and a half. I don't know if I would give that to him either. He's going to have so much pressure on him. It's going to be hard for him to throw the ball consistently. Um, rushing yards, when you have DeAndre Swift, 64 and a half. I think that's like taking candy away from a baby. You know, so he might have that in the first half. So, um, I mean, to me, this, you know, eight and a half is, is, is really not enough. Uh, I thought it would probably be in around, honestly, about 10. Because this is a revenge game also. Even though Tyler Haneke is not the quarterback, mm-hmm. they still remember in their head how at the end of the game when B.J. hit him, how he was laughing and making a mockery out of it. They still remember that. You know what I'm saying? They still mm-hmm. remember they were 8-0 going into this game and they lost to this team. That's a chip on their shoulder. So I see them blowing this uh, Washington team out at home, too, because the fans remember that also. You know who else I see uh, just really quick having a kind of breakout game for the Eagles is Hassan Reddick. He hasn't done much defensively. He got his little mitt off finally uh, this past week. So I think he finally, you know, gets to the quarterback, gets to Sam Howell. Gets it going. Sam Howell's going to have a long day. (laughs) He's going to have a rough day. Contrarian. Oh, boy. <laughs> We've all played it today. It's my time to play it now. Eagles win. Commanders cover. What? Eagles win. Commanders cover because I love their coaching staff. Now, I don't like Jack Del Rio. Let me make that clear. But he's great at his job. Uh, he has been great at his job. And after losing 37-3, first of all, I, I worked with Ron Rivera. Not work with. I covered Ron Rivera when I was in Charlotte. I know how he motivates guys. I know what happens after losses. I know he's one of those dudes there that everybody loves and respects. I know how they're going to come out and play. I know how Jack Del Rio could scheme some things up. And a lot of people aren't believers, but I'm a believer in Airbnb seeing what Buffalo exposed and correcting things. So I think it and it being a divisional game. So I think it's I think it's going to be competitive because I think all three phases of those coaches know how to motivate. They know how to they know how to change things up. They can see, hey, this is our flaws and our schemes and can come out with a better effort in the next game. And again, guys are going to be pissed off on that team that they lost 37 to three. So I think they're going to come out with fire. I think they're going to come out with a solid game plan. And I think I think they're going to come out as a lot better team. And again, because it's a divisional game and we know each other so well, mm-hmm. it often goes that way anyway. So I like the commanders to cover again. I think the Eagles win by a touchdown. But I can see it being a situation where it's 27-20. And Jalen Hurts, is, again, that Eagle, that commander's defense is better than 37-3. So I think they compete. I think they play well, even if it's a late cover situation. But I think they can they can get it done. And I think Brian Robinson will get over 52 and a half yards. I like your breakout game for Hassan Reddick. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's going to be a breakout game for Dallas Goddard. He has over 100 yards. Um, there's no way on God's green earth they're gonna beat him like they stole. Something. <laughs> they're okay. gonna beat him by double digits. Okay, we gonna come back and talk about it. Yes, we are. I, okay. I can't wait. And Sam Howe, under 200 yards, not 260, but under 200 yards. 
in this okay. game. Now let me say this. And Eric Bieniemy, he's also Van Joseph's teammate in Colorado. Just so you know. Say, say, <laughs> hey, you, my frat brother also. So you, yeah. You, if it was your frat brother, you have more faith in him right now. I do have faith in him, <laughs> but his quarterback is Sam yeah. Howell. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. He doesn't, he doesn't have much to work with. Right. Over there. I get it. I think it's going to be competitive. I, you know what I mean? I think you'll see the tush push have some problems. Mm, really? Well, I mean, you, you think of all let defense. Washington's defense is going to be the one to stop the, the brotherly shove. Let me say this, though. I know y'all going to yell at me. The tush push. And everybody is complaining it. about it, right? Mm. And originally, I was on Philadelphia's side. But after hearing a couple things, I'm a little bit on the side of not liking the tush push. Oh and God. here's why. And it's not that I don't like the tush push. I just think so many things are unfair to the defense. And I'm a defensive guy. Where they go, I and, and Seth Joyner said earlier about the the play play um the run option. How offensive linemen are now allowed to fire off two yards down the line. Right? And it, and it gives an unfair advantage to the defense because now, because you can fire off two yards, even if it's a pass, that gives the defense problems because now you're telling now. Now you can lie to us is basically what he says. But there's so many things in the offense can do that the defense can't do like the defense can't push you back. It's forward progress. They can't push you back and drag you all the way back. And now you lose five yards. So I am a fan of the tush push. But I would like the defense to have more advantages and for you to give the defense more things to do instead of continuing to. It's beginning to be a situation where the offense has every advantage and the defense can't do anything about it. And that bothers me. Now, again, me I'm a fan of the you offensive lineman, you offensive dude. Right. But I'm a, I, again, I think there's nothing wrong with the tush push. Let me make that clear. But I do think the defense at some point should be allowed to do some things to counteract like what, what you allow the offense to do. Like what? At this point, they can just stop it. If they can stop it, don't don't get mad. Don't get mad at our quarterback because he squats six hundred pounds. You know what my right. suggestion would be? <laughs> What's that? That play shouldn't be over until the the players down. Well, that's None good. of this stopping forward progress. If you're allowed to push me forward, I should be allowed to push you back. That could be that could be done too because that would be my. My my gift to the defense, since it, again the defense can't, if you the that, defense can't fall on so the quarterback what, so too So you're hard. saying like if they, the offense doesn't get it and they push him back like five yards, then that's where that's the ball where it will is. Land. That that if they if he goes back to five yards, I mean that's, that's fine, but that would is. never happen to the Eagles because they get it every time. Well, this, so sure, but this 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 isn't against the Eagles because I think again that's fine. That wouldn't happen to the Eagles, but I do think the defense should be given a bone at some point because it, it's it's impo- like I I. I was watching, I forget which play it was, where the where the uh, lineman fell on the quarterback too hard on a sack. I like, saw that. What too. the hell is that lineman supposed to do? What the hell is he supposed to do? What are we doing here? It's just unfair. So you know, I know, I know, you know, you guys are gonna yell at me because you're this is Eagles Nation, but you know, <laughs> the tush push again. It's it's fine, but give the defense a chance at something. Tell them to get in the weight room. That's all I'm saying. Let's go to let's go to this game. Ain't ain't much to talk about. Another bad game. Vikings Panthers. Hmm. That's why I left this to, to the last part of this segment because you know it's the Vikings Panthers. Uh, Dev, what you got in this game? Again, both zero and three teams over under forty six and a half. The Minnesota Vikings, after being uh you know twelve thirteen win team last year, terrible this year so far. Mm-hmm. What you got in that game? 
Um, I, you know, another clash of the Titans here. Uh, <laughs> I like the Panthers covering. I like the Panthers uh, plus four and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've yet to cover when they're underdogs by four and a half or more. I think this could be the game that they do. The Vikings defense just isn't good. Uh, I believe Bryce Young is expected to be back this game. I don't know if he gives the Panthers offense, you know, massive uh, advantage here, but I think the Panthers can get it done. The Vikings also have a ton of injuries. Um, I don't believe in Kirk Cousins anymore. Not that I ever (laughs) did, but like now I really don't. I don't care if it's a 1 p.m. game or an 8 o'clock game. Um, I like the Panthers covering here. Okay. I like the Panthers covering also, but I really do like um, Hawkinson over 47 and a half. Mm. Ooh. Um, I'm, I'm not going with Jefferson, 99 and a half, but I, I will go with Hawkinson, 47 and a half. Um, I, I like Addison, 39 and a half also. So they'll probably be doubling Jefferson like they usually do, which is going to open up for everybody else. I mean, that's a lot of offense. Again, I I like one thing I know is Kirk Cousins throwing for a million yards. I, yep. I, I think I think <laughs> I think Kev just said he's on pace for six thousand yards. So I'm going to go over. What? See, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm going to go over the 274 and a half because he's yeah. getting 300 every game. I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson over 99 and a half. I'm going to go TJ Hawkinson <laughs> over 47 and a half. Let's go over, right, over, right, right. over on all these things because you're playing a terrible Panther team. Absolutely. So I, I'm going over on all that yardage because I think, again, Minnesota, they can't win games at the end. They can, they can, they can score and they can put up offense. So just throw a parlay on that. Throw a parlay on, on, and I'll talk about more about this later with, with our bets and our, our favorite bets, but throw a parlay on Kirk to go over 270 and a half, Jefferson 99 and a half, Hawkinson 47 and a half. I didn't realize he had been throwing Panther that much, team. honestly. It's, just, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's disgusting. Like, he's <laughs> he's doing his thing when it comes. He even against the Eagles, that game that they lost, and we're like, oh, Solid yeah, like game. He, he had like three sixty. Oh yeah, yeah. His yeah, numbers three. in that game. Right? Like, yeah, you'd you didn't think, think that they he had three sixty. Eagles. If you just looked at Kirk. Cousins yeah, yeah, you didn't think yeah. he had three sixty watching the right. game, but when you looked up, he had three sixty. So nah, nah, nah. that's why I always tell people all the time: you want a Kirk Cousins, or do you want a Jalen Hurts? You want a right. guy that throws for three hundred something yards every time, or you want a guy that wins? Uh, fantasy wise and betting wise, I want Kirk Cousins. Right. <laughs> but winning wise, I want Jalen Hurts. So that's why I'm betting on Kirk to get those numbers. Listen, we'll come back with a number another uh, break. Raiders Chargers coming up next. That's whatever game. Pats Cowboys, I think, could be interesting. 49ers Cardinals. You know how I feel about that. Pretty, pretty good. It's the Sunday mm-hmm. spread presented by BetMGM. All right, we're back. Let's keep it going. All right, it's the Sunday spread. Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks presented by BetMGM. Bonus bet, $10. All right, we're going to tell you what our bonus bets are shortly. Right now, let's continue through these games. Raiders, Chargers. Raiders one and two. Chargers also one and two at. I was about to say San Diego at L.A. Um, it's, that feels disgusting. I'm sorry. <laughs> go back to San Diego. Still not right. Yeah, still not right. Go back to like L.A. Already doesn't have enough fans as it is. They don't need two teams. They're right, fine. Right, They're right, fine. Right. The Chargers play road games every time they play. Right. Like every whole every other team packs it. Like, I, still, I still remember in 2017 when we went out there and played them in that soccer stadium, and it was 80%. Oh, I remember. Fans. Yeah, yeah. It was 80%. And yeah. that, was actually, that was actually the turnaround of the Eagles' season, too, when they started running the ball and, you know, that 60-yard mm-hmm. run by LeGarrette Blunt, And, you know, it, it really turned things in the right direction. But talking about speaking of turning things in the right direction, both of these teams need to turn themselves because they're right on the cusp. 
they're losing games by one and two points. You know, this is going to be a major factor. It's a division game. And, you know, whoever wins this game will more than likely um, be ahead of everybody, you know, as far as that are not in Kansas City. You know, they're not Kansas City in that division. It won't be the Raiders. I've been on record. <laughs> I, I, listen, I'm on the record about Jimmy G. You like, still don't like him. What? A Jimmy G is not a good quarterback. It, it, again, I get it. Kyle Shanahan sprinkled some 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 magic sauce on him. You know how that goes. Like, and, and as Philadelphia people, we should know that, right. right? Trey Sermon came over here. We thought, oh, Trey Sermon's gonna be a great back, great backup back. That ain't work out. Remember, when we got Nate Mullins, and he was supposed to back up a uh, backup Jalen Hurts, right? Because he looked he looked like a really good backup quarterback right. with San Francisco, and then he came here and was going quickly. Like, again. Those type Remember Goodwin, Goodwin also, Marquise Goodwin also. Yes, yes. So I just, I just got through talking about him. Not good, not good. And again, I know he had Goodwin had some injury issue issues again, but Jimmy Garoppolo ain't it. So again, and he may or may not play again. He, he had limited in practice. It's going to be a game time decision because he had a concussion. But if he's not all the way go, then how do you pick all the way go? And then again, Devontae Adams off the board because we don't know about Jimmy G. But regardless, you have Jimmy G. So it's hard to understand if Devontae is going to have a big game because the quarterback play ain't going to be great regardless. So, you know, I, I get to you, Dad, but I think the Chargers are going to smoke the Raiders. I think they're, I think Justin Herbert's going to get back to it. I think he's going to throw a lot of yards. Again, a lot of this is me based off of my Raider hate. <laughs> I don't hate the Raiders as much as you, um, mm-hmm. but I agree with you. I think the Chargers are going to win this one. Um, Justin Herbert coming off, you know, his best game so far of the season, even though we're still early in the season. Mm-hmm. I like Keenan Allen having a big game with Mike Williams out. Um, that was my tough biggest takeaway from this. That's mm-hmm. a lot of yards, though. Like it was like eighty something yards, wasn't it? What with uh, uh with Mike the, Williams? No, with uh, with with um, Keenan, Keenan Allen, eighty four and, and a half, eighty four and a half. So eighty four and a half That's again. A lot I don't. Of yards. <laughs> Yeah, but he doesn't have many other options now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. If you expect an explosive game and you expect it to be over 30, again, the over-under on this game is Mm -hmm. Mm 48.5. They got to go to somebody, huh? Got to go to somebody. He's going to get a lot of targets. Well, and Austin Eckler's back. Old crafty veteran. I love Allen's game, too. I mean, I do. I love his game. I love how he plays. He's a big receiver. He's one of the receivers always going to get you the first down. He just stays hurt. When 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 he's healthy, he's special. So... You know what? I'm 84 and a half. I might go with that also. You're right. I might go with that also. Yeah. You know, with Williams not being mm-hmm. there, I might go with that also. Yeah. And I don't think they keep up because, again, you look at the Chargers, right? They, when they played the Dolphins, they scored 34 points, right? They lost that game. They played the Titans, only scored 24. But then the next game, they had 28 points. So you're, you're going to have a team that scores in the high 80s with Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert in his last game, 40 for 47, 405 yards, three TDs, zero interceptions. I mean, that's as perfect as you can get. I mean, to throw for that many yards with zero interceptions, like just yeah. that as it is. Like, I'll, yeah, he, Justin Herbert's pretty good. Yeah, I get Kenneth, it. You I'm said, finally buying into the Justin Herbert hype. Keenan mm-hmm. Allen had 215 yards last week. Yeah. So yeah, with Mike out and Keenan being the guy, like I understand 80, why you say 84 and a half. And yeah. I, I'm Same with, with Josh like Palmer it. is like sneaky good for the Chargers. Um, He's so Austin fast. Eckler's yeah. back. Yeah. Like he... Justin Herbert has options, but Keenan Allen is one of his favorite targets. And without Mike Williams, I just think Keenan Allen's going to be the go-to guy. Yeah, and even with Josh Palmer, again, if you if you believe there's going to be a lot of yards, it's forty three and a half. Mm-hmm. He's got to step up into the Mike Williams role, be mm-hmm. the yep. second guy. He's yep. going to get more targets, more looks. So yep. if you think the Chargers can score thirty points in this game, and it's going to be on the back of Justin Herbert, I, I'm with you. 
I, I would actually think that would be a nice little parlay for the game. Justin Herbert over two, 279 and a half. Allen over 84 and a half. Josh Palmer over 43 and a half. All right, if you believe they're going to score 28 points. It's a nice little a nice same little game parlay, parlay yeah. right there, yeah. 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 yeah, so I like that. Let's go to the next game. Patriots-Cowboys. Patriots 1-2, and two, Cowboys 2-1. Two and one. Cowboys got embarrassed last week. Absolutely embarrassed by I the Cardinals. I love to see it. Punked uh-huh. them. Uh, t- uh, they just absolutely out-physicaled them. The only player that had a decent game was Micah Parsons. But Micah was looking around like, hey, dogs, where y'all at? Y'all ain't following me, right? Like, what's going on? He had a sack, couple tackles for loss, a couple QB pressures. A regular Michael Parsons game, but it wasn't as effective because everybody else around them weren't doing their jobs. Cowboys got embarrassed in that game, and now they're facing a team that can game plan even better. Dak is, you know what I mean? What, sh- what did uh, Dak is ass. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> what did uh, LaShawn McCoy say? Yep. That's, that's how we looked in the clutch of last game. So the Cowboys got a lot to prove again. This is a, uh, America's game. Bruh, America's I, game of the week when we could have had Dolphins Bills at four o'clock, but you know whatever. Um, Patriots Cowboys Barrett go. All I'm gonna say is this: I have never been more happy to lose money than last <laughs> week. I have never been so happy to be wrong than last week. I tweeted that it messed up my, it messed up my, it messed up a big parlay for me and i was like you, you know what I'm, I'm okay with it even parsons for a sacks i think he was supposed to have one and a half sacks he i, I love what he did thank you thank you i've never <laughs> been so happy to lose you can have my little change you know easy easy 400 bucks out the door you got him bouncing back 400 bucks you bet on that yes wow yeah. See, I I try to avoid betting on the Cowboys because I hate them and I don't like to root for them. I don't like them to have good things ever. So. <laughs> Sorry, Dallas. <laughs> if anyone's watching me right, in Texas right, right. right now. Um, but do you guys think like that? I, for me, I, I have the Cowboys winning this game, beating the Pats because they got embarrassed last week. Yeah. You know, I think it's going to be a big bounce back game for them. It's it's a bounce back game. For, for them to come back, and I'm, I'm not betting on them this time, but just little things like Zeke over 27 and a half yards. He's going to want to come back on his squad, his old squad, and he's going to try to dominate. So, I, I mean, that's a, to me, that's a safe bet, 27 and a half. I like that's that. That's a safe bet. Um, <sighs> Hunter Henry over 30 and a half. That's a safe bet. Really safe bet. Uh, after that, it gets kind of antsy. You know what I'm saying? It's like... I mean, like Prescott over 233 yards. He's going to have over 233 yards and a half. But it's going to be, you know, it's going to be like empty yards. Empty yards. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they're going to. I mean, I wouldn't go with the points either. I'm not going with the points either. You know what? I think the Patriots cover. Yes. And the Patriots have been sneaky good. The Patriots barely beat the Jets last week. <laughs> okay, but they beat the Jets. We know they can't. We, they, we know yeah. they can't score a lot. But you can't score a lot against them. The Eagles. That was a pretty close game. You know what I mean, right? Like they let up twenty five against the Eagles. The Dolphins just scored seventy, and they lost by only a score. They lost by seven, and 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 lost to the Dolphins tw- and held them to twenty four points. So if they held the Dolphins to twenty four and the Eagles to twenty five. What makes me think that the Cowboys can get over that, can get over 25 a game? 
can get over 24 in this game. And if they were able to stay within one score, within basically a touchdown, I feel like they can do the same against this team because their defense is so good. Their defense is game playing so well, yeah. right? It's six and a half. They, again, they lost one game. They look, the only game they lost by more than six and a half was seven points to the Dolphins with a much more explosive offense. So that's why I think, all right, again, I know their offense ain't any good, but their defense is going to hold you down, dog. And if Dak is playing like that, I don't see them scoring a lot of points against this team, right? Like 43 and a half, I can very well see that being under. I, so ho I, I hope you're I think right. the Patriots okay cover in this game. I think it's going to be another one where the Patriots lose by one score. I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, you're just like, listen, listen. No, I, I you're mean, like, okay, sure. I'll take it, Sean, because I want that to happen. <laughs> I don't think it'll happen, but I want it to happen. Yeah, uh, I mean, sorry, Barrett, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, you know, C.D. Lamb, 68 and a half. They're going to put the young rookie on him, Gonzalez. Mm. Uh, I would go down to with that. All right, let's, let's go quickly. 49ers, Cardinals. 49ers, 3-0, Cardinals, 1-2. Huge spread, the biggest spread of the week, 14. After the Cardinals got a win against Dallas, they think this is going to be a... a, a destroy uh, murdering over under 44 i'll let y'all go first before i give you what you know i'm gonna give you uh, go the ahead, brock Barrett. purdy uh, monologue yeah, about man. how he's gonna score like <laughs> 10 touchdowns by himself yes yes very much so would y'all uh, like to go or would you <laughs> no i think you gotta cover okay. you gotta cover man i mean come on man i mean money line 14 are you kidding me come on man they're they gonna beat him by more than 14 they're still still riding the high, you know, in Arizona right now, and it's gonna be at home at San Francisco. They may not even score a point. They may not even have a hundred yards total offense. That's how bad it's gonna be. Yeah, listen, if you're going to beat the 49ers, it ain't gonna be by flat out punking them. Like they punked the Cowboys. You ain't punking the Niners, not with your squad. Maybe the Eagles can punk the Niners, but ain't nobody else really punking the Niners in the trenches. Right, right. right. And it's, it's going to be a physical ball game. You ain't going to outpunk the Cardinals, not with the brand you got. So, yes, the 49ers are going to get that. Brock Purdy's going to throw for it. Like, guarantee, Brock Purdy's going to throw for over 220. He's going to throw for a touchdown. Christian McCaffrey, is, it has the big, longest touchdown streak, streak in, in, in six years and the longest, second longest one in 49er history. So bet him to have any time, Tutty. Guarantee. You know I'm mad you know all them stats. Guarantee. <laughs> so you Guarantee. You think the 49ers easily cover that 14 point spread? It makes me, 14 always makes me nervous no matter, right, no matter what yeah. it is. Like it, in my mind, I'd be like, yeah, this is a 30 to 10 game. Right. But it's still, you know what I mean? 14 always lot. makes That's you, a lot uh, of points. Yeah, so 14, that I mean. 14 for anybody in the NFL makes me go, eh. Yeah. Eh. I wish I didn't say that to the Dolphins Broncos spread, but you know, <laughs> it Bro. makes me Good say point. that. But uh, again, Bro. that's going to be my bonus bet. I know we're getting to it later. $10 like bonus it. bet. You know, I'm a pretty bonus bet person. Mm -hmm. Over 200 yards, because that's the thing. Um, He's going to throw for a touchdown, and Christian McCaffrey's going to get it anytime touchdown. Bonus bet, parlay it, guarantee it. Because that's just what the 49ers do when they play. He always gets oh, a little over 200. Christian McCaffrey always scores, and he always throws for at least one. Okay. That's just, and, and that's happened for every game of his career. I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. It's happened every yeah, game of his career. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I know. It's <laughs> happened want, for every game of his career. Two. He wants us to do. It's happened for like, I know y'all are waiting. And, and the funny thing is, not the forecast is, next week they play Dallas. So then you'll be on my side. Yes. 
Probably, Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> you saw what Absolutely. I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> at some point, you're going to come on over, even if it's just for a week. So, that's okay with me. Listen, <laughs> take another break. Again, you notice how they ain't had much to say about the Niners game, but that's all right. Well, because, okay, here's what I have to say about it. The 49ers are going to win. I don't know if they'll cover the 14-point spread. There you go. Well, look at this. They're going to win. They're <laughs> going to cover They're gonna cover the 14-point spread. In fact, they'll have it by halftime and then extend the lead going into the fourth quarter. <laughs> Bet it. <laughs> Our girl on T. All right, coming up next, final segment. We're going to still go over the Chiefs-Jets game. So interesting, but not really interesting. So we'll talk about that. And plus, we'll give you our bonus bets and give you any type of prop bet that we think is going to go down. Once again, this is the Sunday Spread. All right, we're back with the final segment of the Sunday spread, of course, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks still cooking with you. Let's go to the next game. Um, Guys, I've reached my Travis Taylor Swift limit. Like, I, I was realized just going to say yeah. during that game last week that I said, I'm good. Like, it, the fun has officially ran out and mm-hmm. it's already ran out for me. Did you see Travis has an ex that he yeah. dated from a reality show yeah seven eight years ago who is on inside edition this weekend talking about their relationship and he cheated or whatever i'm like oh so the 24 year old at the time 24 year old rich athlete who you met on a reality show that you kind of dated no for eight months yeah wasn't completely whatever to you like and, and he wasn't like a bad person to him he didn't do anything but you know didn't yeah. stay faithful i guess to this reality relationship and is on national tv talking about it like what are we doing here it's i am so i'm a massive taylor swift fan like i went i went to her tour i love her i listen to her music all the time I, I it was hard for me to even look into this game because I, i'm looking at an article right now and it's like Swifties, Taylor Swift references, bad blood, anti, like putting her songs and lyrics into the freaking articles. And se- why? And she's, why? Ale- and she's allegedly going to the game. I know. And it's it like, makes right. me not want to watch it because like, like right, I totally agree with you, Sean. Like the second, like we were all, you know, kind of trying to figure out if it was legit or not. And then as soon as they showed her, it's like, all right. She's there. Cool. Like, we don't need to keep cutting away to her every single time. Yes. We don't need to talk about what she's eating at the game. Pictures leaking from the after party. I am so freaking over it. It is. I actually muted Travis and Taylor on Twitter and it was the best decision (laughs) I've ever made. See, and as a Taylor Swift fan, you doing that is is big because I'm like, all right, dog. Like, all right, look. She's because it's not she's actually not doing like she's been fine. She's just famous. Like it's it's hard. Yeah. yeah, I actually can't imagine what it's like for her. It's like the NFL, I feel as a whole, just really leaning way too far into the whole Taylor Swift thing. But it's also fan bases. Yeah. Like and her, the Swifties like any, are like, little. It's, yeah, it's the fan bases are like, all right, dog, like now you're making it a thing where. And now all the football analysts are trying to sound cool by referencing it. And I'm like, right. And Come it's on. not new or funny anymore. It's just like it's old. The Taylor Swift puns. Oh, I can't do it. Bro, I, I never said anything about this. I don't care. I'm like, <laughs> gone. I'm like gone with the wind. Frankly, Scarlett, I don't give a damn. Like, what does that have to do with anything about how Kelsey catches the ball? I mean, it, I mean, I saw Swift, Swift and Kelsey with with Jason Kelsey and yeah, and, and that's what. What are we talking about? I I, I don't I don't know because I'm not a, I, I don't know what songs Taylor Swift sings. Honestly, I don't listen to music. I just listen to radio 
um, sports radio. That's all I listen to. Wow, that's hardo. I, 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 <laughs> man, I don't like. I stopped listening. I stopped listening to music. When Jodeci wasn't cool anymore, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so ever since then, the I've been 90s, like, right? Yeah. So ever since then, I've been, you know, like I'm, I'm in my office, or I'm, if I'm in my office, or if I'm in my garage working on a car or motorcycle, something like that. There could be music in the background as just like ambient noise. That's all I need is ambient noise. I don't listen to as music. as a player. Do you make fun of a player who's dating someone that big? Like I feel like if that was the, I would be, I would be making fun of Travis, like. Not I, making so, fun of no, because no, no. Taylor is great. For Barrett. But it would I, be like, yeah. all right, Hollywood, thinking, like, right, like how much trash is going to be talked to Travis now on the field? Oof. All the just time. moving forward, all like, the time. I can remember Jeremy Shockey was dating one of the uh, the Williams sisters. Was he really? Same thing. Well, they, they weren't dating. They were Williams sisters, as in who? Is it, I don't know which Serena? one it was. You talking about Venus and Serena? Yeah. See, I missed that. I, I know. I missed I missed that one too. I was but playing I for the Giants was, then, you know. Was, yeah. So I mean it was it was it was all kind of crazy stuff. But I've I've I mean I've 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 seen it all and I've heard it all and I've heard some of the stuff that's been said right there like yo, uh I bet she didn't hit it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like what is hit what? what wow. I just hit you. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, yeah I mean it's yeah. craziness, man. Yeah, you gotta have all types of Bro, when it comes fame, when it be famous like that, it's got to be all type well, of protection. Well, I mean, look at this game. You got Taylor Swift on one side, on the other side, you got a quarterback that likes to sleep with his <laughs> his mom's best friend. Yeah, pre- we got a lot going on here. Right. I, hey, Taylor Swift's mom is single. Last time I checked, so <laughs> Zach Wilson wants oh, to get in on the action. My goodness, <laughs> I 100% forgot about all of that. <laughs> We talk about the moms. We talk. This is this is this is a next level. I don't even know trash what I'm saying. So you might have to cut this out, man. But <laughs> milf, milf. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. He's a milf hunter. Yes. That's, you might that's, have to cut that out, Kev. I don't know. No, nah, that's good. <laughs> we we we, right. we can leave that in. You know what I mean? It's just which ma- the thing that makes that the bad the Zach Wilson thing amazing is that he looks like he's 12 years old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. 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 You exactly. wouldn't expect to do right. that. And then you got to ask like, what age are we talking? Like, and bro, he's talking from- about 45. We talking about 65. Like, <laughs> he's what are you from doing? BYU of all places. <laughs> hey, if I went to be if I if I went to be BYU, I would be frisky right after. Also, right? Then you <laughs> know what I mean. Out of out. You know what I mean. Like once I get out, I'm going wild. It's like it's like you know what I mean. If you you come from a preacher's family. Bro, once yep. you become an adult, it's we digress anyway. Yeah. Uh, so the actual game, so, what yeah. do y'all think? Eight and a half, 41 and a half over under. That should have been a 12 pointer, also. Even though that defense is great on the other side, they just can't hold up to the amount of punishment they're going to take uh, from that Chiefs offense. They don't have enough to um, to compete, you know, play after play after play because they come in, you know, they, they their scoring comes in, in, in groves, you know, there's. In my waves, they just score, score, score. So, can they compete? No, it's gonna be trouble for them. Yeah, very, very little um, offensive output from that Jets team. Um, my one question is, I mean, I think the Chiefs are gonna win. Have we gotten a, an update on Mahomes' ankle? I feel like the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift everything <laughs> is just overshadowed. Oh, that's right. All <laughs> other things going on with the Chiefs, like he hurt his ankle, and now he's going to play on MetLife turf that we know is you know not kind to players. So. If anything, like I would just wonder if maybe Andy Reid's going to be a little conservative, like with his offensive game plan. But I still think the Chiefs win. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to have, go 
Uh, I don't know what the first half, second half, but whatever the first half is, I'm going first half under. Just because I think the Jets' defense can lock some people up for a time period. But then, because their offense does nothing, they get tired, they get exhausted, and by the end of the mid-second quarter, they're like, I'm gassed because this team can't can't, can't have a, a decent scoring drive or get first downs to help us out. So by the time they're in the second half, by the time the second half begins, it's an explosion by Kansas City's offense. So that's the only bet that I would look into first half, second half scoring. But besides that, again, I think the Kansas City Chiefs win by double digits. I'm with you. I think they cover the I, eight I, and a half. I will say this. I will give one bet, and that's for 55 and a half with Garrett Wilson yards. I mean, just because he has nowhere else he can go with the ball. Mm-hmm. And Garrett they, Wilson is just so good. Plus, once again, he's from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. The over/under <laughs> on the first half scoring is twenty-one and a half. Mm. Man, I could see that be fine. Yeah, you know, seventeen to three, and you win that bet. Like, what in the first half? Yes, that would be winning. I like so that. I, I, I would go under on the twenty-one and a half for first half scoring and potentially being over, depending on what it ends up being in the second half. Uh, all right, let's go to some of our best bets. I think we named some of them throughout the throughout the show. Uh, let's revisit it a little bit and you know where you're going to throw your ten dollar bonus bet um again mm. you, i told you my bonus bet already <laughs> okay it's brock purdy 200 yards uh i'm gonna parlay my uh that bet it's brock purdy 200 yards one touchdown and christian mccaffrey anytime tutty so that's the one where i'm going with my ten dollar bonus bet by bet mgm Ooh. what's some of the bets y'all got um so i'm gonna go with a few props i'll just go through uh, a few different games and like if you want to do them in a little parlay go for it um i actually don't like any tyreek hill props this week because i think raheem mostert is going to have a big game i like over 51 and a half rushing yards for raheem mostert i also like over 56 and a half rushing yards for james cook and that's actually plus money that's plus 105 on bet mgm um I also like Justin Fields over, you guys might judge me for this, Oof. over 58 and a half rush yards plus 145. I, I just think that this game know. is such a, I, I don't I don't know how to say it without um, violating FCC rules. It's just not going to be a great game. But the Broncos uh, are not a great defense in on either, in any aspect of it. And I think that they're going to let Justin Fields run all over them. I feel like they've just given up. I feel like they're going to like roll over, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I don't know, guys. I see the judgment in your eye, Sean, but I'm just going to keep going with it. Um, and then I like the Browns covering that three-point spread. I think the word you were looking for was cheeks. <laughs> that game is cheeks. That's it, how I. The that's word what of I that said. I wanted to say was it started with an A. It's three letter word, but I was I stopped myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I go with cheeks. <laughs> uh, what you got, Barrett? Uh, I'm gonna go. You know, I'm just going with yardage and, and overs. You know, I love the tight end position this week. Um, Hunter Henry against you know that Dallas defense. I think he's gonna be pretty good. You know, thirty and a half. So I'm gonna go with that. Um, Hawkinson. With the over, 47 and a half, mm-hmm. you know, against that Panther defense. I mean, I, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it, 47 and a half. And then, you know, Zeke, Zeke playing against his home squad. You know, I like, I'm going to tail that bet. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So 27 and a half, Zeke will have that easily. He can be running like a demon. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, you know, that, I think that's a safe bet also. Yeah, that's get back. I mean, some of mine, again, I had the 49 the same game parlay. I like the, like I said, the Vikings – a lot of offensive parlays, right? Uh, not them winning the game, but Kirk Cousins going for over 274, Justin Jefferson over 99 and a half, TJ Hawkinson 47 and a half. Because, you know, 
this is what people this is what they've done the first three games of the season. So I'm going to guess that you do it the fourth game. And again, I'm going with the same with Justin Herbert, you know, getting you know over on his yardage mm-hmm. along with, like you said, Keenan Allen. That's one that you really liked. I do like I didn't include that in my best bets. I do like Keenan Allen. Yes. Yeah, 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 the 84 and a half. Mm-hmm. So I like those. So those those are some of the best that I'm looking at this week. Uh, Kirk Cousins. I know uh, Kev said 350. Would you go as far to say he'll get over 350 because he's been getting 350? Easy. That's it. That's where I might draw the line. I don't know if I can bet anybody. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to go easy on that, but I think I think it's because the Vikings just haven't been good. So we talked about Kirk Cousins numbers being Mm -hmm. a little bit deceptive where like they lost to the Eagles. But if you just showed me Kirk Cousins stats, I'd be like, oh, wow, the the Vikings crushed the Eagles in the Thursday night game. So maybe I just always count him out because they haven't won. That's them. You know, that's that's empty yards. You know, I mean, he is. Like it's it's hard to to not pay him elite quarterback money because his numbers are elite. Mm-hmm. Period. His numbers are elite. I mean, one o'clock, Kirk Cousins. He is elite. He's Joe Montana. <laughs> I need Dan Marino. At one o'clock, Kirk Cousins. He's gonna do it for you. Listen, that was our best bets. All right, we're going to make a lot of money. I promise I won't be angry. I don't think I'll be angry after these games. I think I'll win some money as opposed to that Thursday game that, you know, again, you out here losing $400. I lost 20 and I was annoyed. So, I'm a, I'm going to put 40 on um I'm put 40 on Zeke. Yeah, I'm going to put a hundo on Brock Purdy. Oh, I bet you are. I bet you're going to put even more <laughs> on him. Just to make y'all mad. And I'm a, I, I wish and I'm there was like an over under on props like to how many times Taylor Swift is referenced throughout this NFL right. week. You can find it somewhere. I'm sure you I, can. Yeah. All right? And again, yeah. I'm sure we're going to be referencing the it over. for the rest of the season when she makes a song after Ugh. they break up. I ain't wishing that on y'all. I ain't wishing that. But I'm just saying. That's how it normally goes when these situations. I heard it's like a, like a number they talk about with her like. 13 or yes. something or she yeah 13 is well yeah. that's that's the last well, we're going to talk about yeah. her during the show this has been the sunday spread <laughs> once again presented by bet mgm on the betql network devin caney sean bell barabrook go make some money go have some fun us we out